0: Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Here we go, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, this for my dogs from the east to the west side. Rocket brown, and orange with me, baby. Let's ride. Represent the land. Let them know. Tell them, here we go, brownies. Here we go. Yeah, here we go.
1: Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the Here We Go Brownies podcast. I'm Allie Hyson, coming at you live from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and join with me, as always, out in beautiful Boise, Idaho, Dustin, how we doing?
2: We won! I'm doing great! We won a football game, and not only did we win a football game, we won in every phase of the football game, defense, special teams, offense, it was like a beautiful like, it was 32 to and I was like, what am I watching? Like, am I watching, like, the Buffalo Bills? No, I'm watching the Cleveland Browns. Just kidding. Um, No, it was a great win, Allie. Uh, we talked about this. I was going to go out there, and I was like, no. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm the luck that everybody needs. And I'm like, no, not going to do it. And then they do the opposite. So I don't know, but it was – It was fun. It was exciting to sit back. And by the way, did you actually not feel stressed like in the mid-third quarter? Like, wow.
1: I was just going to ask you, you know, we're up substantially, you know, going into the end of the game. And part of me, a part of me was like, "Mm, I'm still not that comfortable. (laughs) Like, I'm still a little bit nervous until the – clock strikes zero because this Cleveland Browns team, love them, hate them, what have you, they have shown their ability to lose in crazy, crazy ways. I'm like, I'm not going to rest until the clock strikes zero.
2: You know, and what was interesting, Ellie, I was like, you know, even when they got some of those garbage points at the end of the game there, right when it was like, obviously clearly it was kind of just, Hey, you know, I was like, man, we still have this. We're up by so many touchdowns. Like it was like, they're just going to, you know, and at that point you don't want players hurt, you know, like you don't want to all that kind of stuff. But I was like, man, what a game. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm glad I was able to give my tickets to one of our, you know, one of our listeners. You probably saw that on uh, uh, Twitter. One of our listeners got to go and set in my seats for the game. They had a great time. I picked him because he said, I want to surprise my dad and take him to a game.
1: Oh, I love it. I love that
2: i was like okay you know i gotta i gotta give it to them because it's like his dad he probably doesn't always get to do things with his dad and that's a memory he's gonna have for the rest of his life and boy did i give him one he got a win on monday night football so i'm glad that they got to enjoy the seats um so we like to do fun stuff like that on the show from time to time surprise people out of nowhere so even though i didn't get to enjoy it someone else one of our one of our I got to see it. So that made me happy. So
1: make sure that you follow us on all social platforms because you never know when something like that is going to be made available uh, through a contest situation. So make sure you're following the Here We Go Brian's podcast on all socials. Uh, before we get into it, want to give a shout out to our friends over at KD Property Group, whether it is sophisticated suburban living, luxury downtown digs, or senior housing. KND is the largest property management company in Northeast Ohio, and they have the perfect home for everyone. KND is your one-stop shop for housing in the region. With apartments and amenities for everyone, including residential, commercial, retail, and corporate housing. Find your dream home at Candy. K&D. Visit candy.com to get started. That's the letter K, the word and the letter D.com. Everybody, we have a jam-packed show for you tonight. Here in the next few moments, we are going to welcome on Brown's legend, Hanford Dixon, to the podcast. So we encourage all of you to drop your questions in the comment section. We'll be reading those while he's on. If you have a question for Hanford, drop it in the comment section now. You might just uh We just have to get that answered by uh, Browns legend Hanford Dixon. Later on in the program, we are going to welcome our good friends over at Cleveland Whiskey to the program to talk about their new expansion and uh, maybe some fun things coming their way uh, from Cleveland whiskey. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Some jam packed show, but Dustin, you are right. The Browns come away with a win and it just felt right. We talked going into the season about the recipe, the blueprint for how the the Browns can win some games. And that is establishing a dominant run game. The offensive line being exactly who they are and defense being able to carry this team. That's exactly what happened last night. And if they would have played like this, all season, you are looking at a, a team that can make a deep playoff run. So that's why it's so frustrating to see because we knew in some of those losses, the Jets, the Falcons, I mean, you can name all of them, literally, um, yeah. Chargers, Baltimore. Those are games that you should have won because the talent is there. It was never a talent issue. It was something else. And it was so frustrating because we knew that this is who the Browns could be. They could do it consistently. or that We well, thought that they would be able to. They just haven't been able to put it together. But, Dustin – You know, last year, the year prior, halfway through the season, they hit that point where it just comes together some way, somehow. Do you think that we're going to see that this year where they have a great game, we go into the bye week, and then they figure it out somehow?
2: Here's the thing. We have a lot of injuries right now, right? I mean, that's obviously – we couldn't have gotten a better bye week at a better time coming off a win and get some of these guys healed up like a, you know, a Denzel, you know, get him back. And some of these guys that are key to our defense – um, I don't know where JOK is on his injury, but, you know, some of these guys that we could use back and get some of the, you know, get our legs beneath us. But Ali, did you notice something last night that was different? We blitzed and we did some of that consistently in this game. And I was talking to a friend that's a Bengals fan. Is it just me or some teams just have some teams number? We just yes. don't lose to the Bengals. I mean, now we have – what is it, five wins in a row? Four or five wins in a row? Uh, I think it might be five. Uh, I think it might be five. Yeah. But I'm saying Kevin Stefansky's never lost to uh, to Joe Burrow. And just some teams – and, Allie, we talked about this. We sat there in that Pittsburgh miserable, low-scoring game in Cleveland against Pittsburgh. And the next thing we knew, um, we had – you know, the Browns go into – and I think we all thought we were kind of doomed, right? Going into that Cincinnati game after that lethargic game. And then they just blew the doors off Cincinnati um, down the road. Right. So it just kind of blows my mind um, how this team, but you're right. Same way the defense, the last couple of weeks have kind of seemed to found their way. Right. It's like, it just feels like they're like a like a car that's not tuned up, right? And it's slow and it's chugging, and all of a sudden, oh, we're good. Here we go. Got it. <laughs> it's, it's weird to me. Like it's like almost verbatim what happened last year. Everybody was ready to just throw the defense away. I'm like, oh wow, they had a shutout for three quarters. What happened there? Like just out of nowhere, a shutout.
1: So. It just looked right. But you know what? Let's get into it, Dustin. But let's do that with Browns legend. Two-time first-team All-Pro, three-time Pro Bowler, a Cleveland Browns legend member, Hanford Dixon. Hanford, how we doing?
0: Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm doing fine. What are you guys up to?
1: Uh, Not good just bad. Feeling good, Hanford. We're feeling good after the Browns win. Optimistic. Feeling great. Having a party over here.
0: I, I, I tell you what, you guys about like me, we finally got something to uh, smile uh, about, something to feel good. Uh, about this football team but uh a win is a win we'll take it anywhere we can get it and i'm just happy hopefully now we'll get back on the right track
2: yeah and i was going to mention hanford it looks like your camera's not off i don't know if you saw it on your end there but i was just going to let you know it looks like we can hear you but we can't see you so i was just gonna well, give you- well,
0: that's good i probably didn't uh i did probably didn't uh didn't want you guys to uh <laughs> Didn't want you guys to see me there. So, uh, <laughs> I was, <laughs> oh, <don't>, I was, <laughs> you were so funny.
2: I just not you know, I got, you know, if I don't give you crap, I mean, you give me crap all the time, Hanford, but, uh, you know, if I don't give you crap, you know, you, you won't give it back to me. So that's only fair, right? Well,
0: Dog, you know, just hold on. I'll get this. Uh, there you go. <laughs> there a... you go. That's a little better there. <laughs> there we go.
1: I have to tell you, I've been, uh, since the last time I saw you, I've been practicing golf. So <laughs> next year it is on, and uh, oh. I'm going to win the whole thing. I'm going to win the whole thing. I've been practicing, taking some lessons. You know, well, I'm going to get, going to get right.
0: Well, I hope so, because uh, you, you get you some practice, because I want to get a piece of you. You know, I want to take you. <laughs> I, I want to take you on that golf course and just beat up on you bad. You know, so <laughs> and no mercy. I am having no mercy on you. <laughs>
2: Oh that's well, Hamford. Much- I was gonna say I, you know, I've been watching you and you know, obviously Bernie doing your show the last you know couple months now or like seven or eight weeks have you guys been doing the show, and it was so nice to see you guys today with smiles on your faces and like <laughs> oh my god, we got a home win! Like it's just like and you know how it is there, Hamford in Cleveland. Like after a win, it's just a different feeling in the entire city, like the whole city has a better feeling and it was good to, you know, see you guys smile and not be, you know, as you know, like we've been the last three weeks gloom and doom and like, Oh, the sky is falling. So,
0: well, you know what? It, it's just, uh, guys, I, I mean, watching this game, I, I mean, well, it's, it's just good to see them finally put it all together. And what I mean by that is play well in all three phases, uh, offensively, defensively and special teams. I think, um, uh, Offensively, you know, we didn't give up on the run. I mean, because I, I think I think when you look at our football team, I think we're uh, as far as rushing yards. I think we're number three in the NFL with over 1,300 yards. And uh, we all know about Nick Chubb. I mean, just a phenomenal. Phenomenal back, just uh, always seems to be falling forward and not backwards. Every time he runs a football, I mean, well, I think he's got an average of about 5.7 or mm-hmm. almost six, seven yards every time it's he touches the yeah. ball. And it, and, it's, and it's unbelievable. Uh, and uh, Amari Cooper, I, you know, I got to give him uh, a little credit. You know, I had my doubts about him when we made that move. We brought him over to the Cleveland Browns. But uh, great route runner. Uh, I watched him set up some of the defensive backs and some of his moves, and obviously uh, uh, he can catch the uh, football. But I think the uh, guy who's really been a surprise and who's really coming on and playing extremely well is DPJ. I mean, Donovan. yeah. yeah. You guys agree with that, Donable Peacons, John?
2: Well, oh, just, just the fact that, you know, we talked to Allie. At, we, Allie and I talked at length. You know, if we're not going to go get another receiver, you know, in free agency or bring somebody in – DPJ really has to step up and take that role and be that next guy up behind Cooper. And he's done that. So.
1: Well, the thing with, with Donovan Peoples Jones is he's never been the the type of guy who can gain a a ton of separation. That's, that's not who he is, but he can make those crazy athletic basketball style plays, if you will. Um, For example, I saw on Twitter and I, I don't have exactly who it was, but somebody had tweeted something along the lines of that That one low ball to Amari Cooper, and it looked in real time that he had caught it, but after review, he didn't. But that's a a ball that typically Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to catch. He's that guy, kind of the safety net for Jacoby Brissett, if you will, that can make those plays. And he's really stepped up in a big way this season that I really didn't see him taking that giant step, but I've been blown away by DPJ so far this season.
0: Yeah. And you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, a lot of the contested balls uh, he seems to, uh, he seems to come up with, and uh, he's a lot faster than a lot of people give him credit for. He's what we call a sneaky fast, but uh, he, he he is really coming on and really taking that role behind uh, Amari Cooper. And guys, uh, I think, uh, we have to give a lot of credit. I thought he played his best game uh, so far, talking about Jacoby Brissett. I mean, yeah. he really hung in the pocket. He took some hits. You know, When he knew he was going to get hit, he threw the football. And uh, uh, I think at uh, one point, uh, I think, what was he, like 17 for? Uh, yeah.
1: 17 22, 278. Yeah. the yeah. night.
0: Yeah, and and I think some of those passes that he missed, they were intentional. He was throwing them away. But yeah. I thought he, I, I thought he played well. And defensively, I mean, guys, we have been getting on Joe Woods and giving him a hard time, and I, I think we should really give him some credit for this ball game because I think his game plan, his schemes that he set for this game, but they were just right on. He gave the defensive backs a chance to compete. And one thing he told guys like uh, Miles Garrett and uh, and Clooney, Clowney. And that whole uh, defensive line, when you look at Joe Burrow, you guys know he get rid of the ball. He's been getting rid of the ball really, really quick, really, really fast. And he said, if you know you're not going to get there, get your hands up in the air. Mm. And if you guys notice and you remember on that first drive that the Bengals had, they really had momentum. They were driving down the field. And it was on a play where Miles Garrett said, hey, I can't get here. He put his hands up in the air. And that's when uh, A.J. Green yeah. uh, intercepted the ball. And that killed um, the momentum uh, right there. But I was just happy to see us play well in all three phases.
1: Well, I think part of it is we have been, I'll say, on this podcast, and I've listened to several others, obviously fans have been hard on this team. We've been hard on some of the coaching uh you know, the coaching staff, we've been hard on some of the players. But in games like this, where it all comes together in a lot of ways, I think that we have to give praise and explain and talk and give credit where it's due uh, because they played a really, really good football game. And the frustrating thing, Hanford, is we knew that this is who this team could be. They just haven't been able to do it consistently. And you look at the games that we've lost so far. I mean, you could go through every single loss yeah. outside the Patriots and say, man, if one thing would have gone this way, you're, you're looking at a really, really good football team. But I told Dustin before he hopped on, you know, the past couple of years under Kevin Stefanski, that midway point in the season, for whatever reason, it just comes together. Somehow, yeah. it comes together. We're going into the bye week. We play a really good, really great game against Cincinnati. We're going into the bye week. Do you think that we can kind of replicate that going into the, the second half of this season where we can get some momentum? We can start to generate – Um, some more wins we can stack some more wins and just have it look right do you think that that's possible
0: yeah but you know here here, I look at it two ways uh meaning that uh, once you play a a complete game and a good game like we played uh yesterday uh you want to kind of like keep it going you don't want to uh but then again you look at it we got a lot of players hurt and we need to get healthy so that's a that's a good thing so me personally guys when I um uh, right after a game, if I had some extra time uh, on my opponent, I want to get on them right away. Mm-hmm. I want to. That gives me, I think, more opportunity to know everything I know about the, the next team that we're getting ready to play. I know this football team. This football is, has a lot of young players on it. I'm afraid a lot of those guys are going to jump on a plane or something, mm-hmm. go to the island, and uh, relax. And rightfully so, they, they teach his own. But if it was me personally, I would uh, jump right on Miami, who we're getting ready to play and try to know everything right. uh, I can know about them. But I, I hear your uh, your question there, but uh, but we I, I think we need this uh, time off to uh, get try to get some of those guys healthy and get them back. But I just hope when they come back, they can play with that same intensity uh, that we played in play with yesterday because we when you look at it look at the tackling I mean pretty much all the time we had one two three four sometimes five guys around the football and that's what
2: you you need and you have to have well I saw that so many times Alan. and you probably saw this in the game so many times our defensive guys were already on the other side of the ball And we're, you know, kind of that surge on the defensive line was finally there that we've been looking for. And those guys were blowing through and getting to Joe Burrow before he had time to even throw. And it was interesting to see that in this specific game. It's like we had him rattle for quite some time in this football game. And it just was interesting to see, Um, you know, it looked like we blitzed a little bit more, Hanford. What do you think about that compared to, you know, some of the games of the past? But I told Allie, and you understand this and from your playing days, sometimes you just have a team's number Yeah, and and you just they you you just beat them, and it's like, you know, I'm not afraid of the Cincinnati Bengals. I realize they went to the Super Bowl last year, but under Kevin Stefanski, the Browns have not lost to the Bengals, and it's just for whatever reason we've had Joe Burrow's number, and we we schematically play against them really well. Good
0: matchup. Yeah, I was gonna say, Ali, I'll come on on this comment on this before you do, but I have to go full disclosure, guys. Uh, I, I did not pick us to win this game. I mean, because when you look at, I thought the Bengals right was just putting it all together at the right time. But then again, I when I did this, I didn't think that uh, Chase was going to be out of uh, this ball game because I still think he there was a big difference there because boy, he is just an outstanding receiver and and he's he's the number one guy to that big three yeah. that they have. But when I looked at all the points and how they put it together. Um, before we played them i said man this team is really cooking joe pearl has got it going right now but if you'd have told me our football team was gonna hold what what they score 13 uh yeah we're gonna yeah we're gonna hold these guys to twelve or thirteen points uh the whole ball game I'd say you have lost your
2: mind <laughs> <laughs> but they <Well, laughs> or or based on the way the Browns have been playing To say after three quarters, you've goose egged them, right? Like after three quarters of a scoreless football game on top of that, like I would have, if someone told me that was the case, I would have been like, no way. Well, I was
0: going to say, it goes back to what you guys said. We got their number and uh, it just, I don't care what we're playing them. We just got their number and let's just hope uh, it continues that way.
2: So Hanford along those lines, was there a team specifically uh, looking back that you kind of felt like the Browns during your era? You had kind of just just their number, and you always were able to beat them consistently. And we're like, you know, they might have at sometimes had more talent, or you know, like on paper look like they should beat you, but just for whatever reason, you guys um, kind of had their number. Who, who would that have been if you looked back and said, "Man, every time we play them, we just we 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 just had our A game and brought it to the house." I'm laughing because I don't think there was uh, there was
0: anyone because I, I and I I hear you, but in the NFL we always had that attitude that uh, all the teams are professional and uh, any team could beat you on any given Sunday. I mean you can't take any of them for granted. Yeah, I mean you know every year we were right there at the top of the, the division. I mean we was right there in the conference. I mean fight either winning. Uh the AFC Central again, that's what we call it then now, it's the AFC North, but we were winning it or we were right there. Uh so I can't remember any team, but hell, I can't remember what I did yesterday. So, uh, so you
2: know. <laughs> oh, so we got a we got a fun question. Uh you might know this guy down in uh Beaver Creek, his name's Todd. He's a big watcher of our show. Okay. He wants to know who's a better golfer. Uh Minnefield or yourself,
0: no, Todd? I mean, I, I, you know what, Todd? You should have been. I, all you had to do was be here. And when we had alumni weekend, and uh, we all went out and we played golf and let the boys tell you how it was hitting. <laughs> Big dog, you know. Unfortunately, Minnie was not there though. But yeah. you know, he got an earful, and I told him all about it. So, yeah, I came. Ellen, I can't wait to get a piece of Metafield when I see him again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I remember when we, when we were down in Beaver Creek uh, earlier this year, that it was my first ever, first ever time that I played golf. And I'm with Eric Metcalf Dustin, and we had uh, Ray Prisby on our team. And yeah. I, uh, I teed Eric off. Is
0: t- Eric is a terrible golfer. <laughs> He's the
1: best on our team. <laughs> We, Dustin and I, we were pretty we're bad.
2: we were such a good team, Hamper. We all sucked.
1: <laughs> I, but I turned off and I hit it, and I I hit it somehow so far that it went o- over to the other area and it hit Kevin Max golf cart. And I had to. Go- <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: I love it. let see. Just because it was you, he probably wouldn't say anything. But you uh, had if that you had been you what? or I, hit that golf court. He'd have been mad at us. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> 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 uh, my first ever round thought, I hit Kevin Max golf cart. Um, you know, hamper when I think of you uh, playing for the Cleveland Browns, you know what comes to mind is leader. And Jim yeah. asked this question. How would you have addressed this team before the game was won? And, you know, I'm, I'm curious. You know, when you maybe – when you had some losses uh, when you were playing – as a leader, how did you get your team back motivated and fired up?
0: You know what we did? We had about, uh, that was about uh, seven or eight of us uh, on the football team that obviously we call ourselves uh, leaders. And we made sure we uh, made, we held everybody accountable. And not only, and we held each other accountable. Um, one thing you have to do, because especially when you got a bunch of young players on the team they have to know how to be a pro and uh uh things you do and things you uh uh don't do i mean it's not like uh, college anymore I, obviously it's not like high school but it's not like college anymore you're getting paid to play and uh we all depend on uh, each other and you're not going to win them all but uh, the effort's got to be there you got to make sure everybody's giving the effort and if you're not we're going to call you uh we're going to call you out on it and uh When we lost the game, everybody had to look themselves in the mirror and say, hey, what can I do to make this team better? What could I have done to make this team better? What could I have done better to keep us from losing that ball game? And we made sure everybody, like I said, we held each we held ourselves accountable. We held everybody. uh, We were holding everybody else accountable. And uh, that's some of the things that we did. Uh, obviously, when we uh, when we played, because uh, I, you know, I um, I was giving the guys a hard time. I was talking about uh, I always give Denzel a hard time because I like him. I you know a very talented uh, guy when he's on the field. And I said uh, I said, what? Well, Goddamn it! Did anybody see Denzel get a concussion? I say, but well, he's been out he's been out three weeks. I said, man, we. Got to get- Say hell two one out that long? You know, I like the joke. I like the joke, but I, I, I always give him a hard time because you know he's there's so much talent there. Yes, yeah, so there is, and actually,
1: there. you know that brings me to another question here um, from Johnny. He says, "What do you think about Emerson at cornerback?" Uh, when I when I see Emerson and he he's a raw player, um, you know, or third round pick, you know, he's got a lot of talent there. But when I look at this player, I see a lot of that leadership. I see a lot of yeah. that fight in him, motivation, the want to be great. Uh, but I'd like to get your perspective on, on the young player and, and uh, what you think of Martin Emerson.
0: I like him. He's big. He's tall. He's rangy. He's uh, long. And um, the thing about him, he's not afraid to compete.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we had a saying um, as far as when you play defensive back, when you play corner, you have to have a short memory. And that's what I like about him. He understands and knows that you know, he's going against the best wide receivers in the world. And sometimes he's going to get beat, but most of the time he's going to win a lot of those battles. And if he gets beat, he's got a short memory. and He's going to jump right back in there and he's going to fight you again. And uh, that's what I like about it. He's competing every play and the kid is playing well. He's having a fantastic uh, yeah. year because uh, you see right now, um, I think if you look at the chart, uh there is Ward, there's Newsom, and obviously pretty much there's Emerson because he's believe it or not, I mean, he's moved uh I think ahead of Greedy Williams
2: uh, on
0: the on the depth chart. Yeah. So um and I uh, you know and Greedy too. I you know I like uh, Greedy, and then we also have AJ Green, who is um uh, uh, playing corner, but I like those young kids, man. They're yeah. out there, they're fighting and they're competing and they're not afraid uh, to compete. And obviously we're definitely going to need them in two weeks because uh, uh, down in Miami, boy, well, we got a guy, Tua, and he's got some weapons to throw it to. So yeah, it's gonna
2: it's going to be interesting. Uh,
1: speaking, yeah,
2: speaking about that, Hanford, you know, someone brought up and was kind of interesting, you know, the Browns almost this was almost like a must win to save the season, you know, on Monday Night Football to win this game. But someone brought up a good point. If the Browns somehow can string two out of three wins together over the next, you know, obviously the Buffalo Bills are going to be a tough out. Yeah. But, if, you know, if we sneak one on the road, because even though the Dolphins are playing well, they give up some points right on. Yeah. Defense. So, you know, you you feel like you're always in that game. But they're like, man, if the Browns can get two more wins and get to five and six when Deshaun Watson comes back, you've got the next six games that are the better part of your schedule, and you really are in this fight down down the stretch. Um, What do you think of that? I mean, do you think that's a realistic possibility? Because, I mean, the way Tampa's playing, I mean, they don't scare me anymore really in a lot of ways. I mean, I think, you know, Tom Brady will be Tom Brady, but – it's not the same team I thought before the season started, I guess, when it comes to that team.
0: Well, what scares me about Tampa now, Tom Brady now has got that uh, divorce out of the way, and, and it's not going to – I'm afraid right before we get ready to play up, now he'll get back to being Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying? Why could he hold that thing off a little while long? But you're, you're exactly right on a serious note. Um, Tampa's beatable. I mean, we can uh, we could beat the Buffalo's tough. Buffalo is going to be uh, uh, extremely tough. I mean, they're playing well right now. You can easily say uh, between them and the Chiefs, they're the one-two team in the AFC. Uh, and uh, Baltimore, hopefully, uh, they're not getting uh, in their groove right now because you know Baltimore they're five and three. Uh, but they haven't been the Baltimore Ravens, so if they get clicking, that's a that's something to worry about because we have to play them again. But right. we have them we have them at home, so that could right. be uh, Pittsburgh. I'm not worried about Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. We can uh, we can I, I think we can handle Pittsburgh. We got to play uh, uh, Cincy again. We 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 go there, and uh, I'm trying to see. Some of the and, and I think uh, other we have than, the commanders, yeah, we have yeah. The commanders. I was going to say, other than that, some of the other teams on that list. I mean, you're right; they're very uh, beatable teams. But uh, the key is to, like you say, let's get that record where it's pre- pretty nice, and then we get Deshaun back, and and then we should be ready to roll.
2: Well, and you think about it; all those teams that we played in the division early on in the season with Deshaun Watson under center is going to be a, tif- a different dynamic of a football team they're facing versus you know the first go around so it's almost like you have even a better advantage like okay well we're not going to see the same looks that we saw from the first time we played these guys right so i think we're going to have a little bit of an offensive advantage there too well you know what we hope so uh
0: because i mean let's face it he hasn't played in two years and um Uh, me personally, I don't think he's going to be rusty. I think he's going to be ready to go. Uh, I think, uh, obviously, we know the talent's there. And uh, Deshaun, hopefully, will come right in, just like you said, and beat Deshaun. And if he does that, I mean, that should be enough to um, uh, hopefully uh, get us to the uh, playoffs. But it's not going to be easy, as you know, because we dug a little bit of a hole for ourselves uh, where we are right now. So we'll, we'll see, though.
1: Now, unfortunately, we didn't give ourselves uh, any margin for error. And I I think that's what's frustrating is the Browns lost the games that they were supposed to win. But now if we want to be in the conversation, we have to win some games that we are not supposed to, you know, that we were supposed to lose. Um, But I'll get you out of here on this one. I think this is a great question. Just turning it uh, back over to the defense. Did John Johnson having the green dot provide a difference in the communication for the defense? Um, this is a really interesting point because this happened last season. Um, you know, we had some different guys wearing wearing the the green dot. And, of course, that changed the style of defensive play. Uh, do you think that could have been a factor in maybe why they were playing very well? Um,
0: I, I think so. I also think that um, – I think eventually uh, uh, Dion Jones sure. uh, would be the guy. I mean, obviously he's still – learning some terminologies, uh, trying to get everybody in line. Up, trying to get himself, uh, uh, lined up, but, uh, guys, that defense, I mean, let's face it. I mean, there's a lot of talent on the defense. There's a lot of talent. And we were, um, we were expecting them to uh, play a lot better than they've, uh, than they, they've been playing. And I think, uh, again, Joe Woods have taken a lot off of their plate. Uh, he's, he's simplified the game a lot for these guys, especially a lot yeah. of the, uh, Younger guys, and you can even see it. Guys like Alex Wright on that um, defensive line. I mean, they are really starting. Well, the last two weeks, uh, they're starting to come. They're all starting to uh, play really well. But we all know where it starts. It starts with guys like Miles Garrett, a play here, a play there, and then you got um, uh, Taki Taki, who came up with a huge, great game, yeah. huge uh, uh, sack fumble. Uh, knocking the ball out of uh, Joe Burrow's hand. I mean, these guys are flying around, and uh, they are uh, getting it done, especially the last two weeks. So we just have to keep that same intensity, uh, keep it going for uh, the rest of the season. And uh, if we can do that and put some points on the board, I think we we'll be okay.
2: Well, and as I say, Hanford will be out there in, what, a little about Three, a yeah. three weeks come out yeah, and say like, hello to you and looking looking forward to seeing you guys yeah
1: Absolutely. it's all it's always a blast hamford thanks for hopping on we appreciate you
0: oh you guys are so welcome and uh enjoy you guys so keep doing it and I'll talk to you later all right sounds for go brown
1: woo, woo, woo. <laughs> I love, it. I love it gets me going every time Has me ready to run through a brick wall. That is Brown's legend, Hamford Dixon. Uh, If you're wondering what you should have for dinner, the answer for you is always Angelo's Pizza. Head on over to Lakewood to get your hands on the best pizza in all of Northeast Ohio. Angelo's does it right. They start out with a buttery crust, and they do double-layer toppings. It's great in the restaurant, at home, and even just as great the following day. Head on over to Angelo's today. Um, Dustin, real quick here, let's give out some game balls uh, brought to you by the Kurlova Group. Uh, who brought the house? Brought to you by Lena Krollova of the Krollova Group. Let's start out with the offense. Who is your game ball going to?
2: You know, I think in this game specifically, I, I'm going to give it to Miles Garrett. And the reason, I mean, you can give it to. Awesome.
1: We'll start. To, let's go defense then.
2: Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm going to give it to Miles because it seems like Miles really set the tone for this game early. And mm-hmm. everybody kind of started to rally around him. You know what I mean? The energy he was showing on the field and his little jukes and, you know, just getting people excited. I think everybody kind of, again, we talk about this leaders, right? We just got done talking about leaders. Miles Garrett became that kind of solidified leader on the field. And it mm-hmm. just like all the younger guys kind of gravitated towards that. So my game ball and defense would definitely go to, to Miles Garrett in this game because as much of disruption that he caused, you know, putting your hands up there, causing that, you know, because if you can't get to them, you know, cause havoc in any way you possibly can.
1: Yeah, I think that's certainly a great game ball. Um, I'm actually going to go with Sioni Taki. I thought he played a great, a great, great game. game. Great game. Um, and I Look, as as a Sam linebacker, you know, with that package, they don't get as many reps on the field. I would be interested in seeing his ability to maybe move over to Mike uh, and get some reps there because I mm-hmm. think he's playing very, very well. Uh, Taki Taki on the day, 13 total tackles and a sack, a tap flip for loss. Uh, just really a great game and two uh, forced turnover was just a thing of beauty. Love the way he's playing so far. Uh, offensively, who you got?
2: Boy, offensively, I got to go give it to Jacoby Percet. I mean, that was probably the most complete game he played all season. Um, he looked poised the entire time. He didn't make mistakes, right? We like that. And, you know, he when something wasn't there, he made something out of it, like when he ran for that touchdown. And I got to tell you, like, you know, going for that two-point conversion and all those kind of things and being able to lead and go, no, we got this, you know. They were off, you know, let's go out there and do that. He just was a game manager. And I tell you what, how can you not like this guy? I mean, his press conferences, he has really good press conferences. And what a good guy. Well, I mean, he's just a genuine good guy. And he just wants an opportunity to play football. I mean, really, at the end of the day, I think that's kind of who he is. And I don't know this, Allie, but I don't know if we signed him to one year or two years, but the damn Cleveland Browns need to extend his contract and make him our backup. Because I feel very, very confident. God forbid something happens where he has to go in. Um, and how about you know just just on a side note, when they put the you know when they pushed him out, Jacoby out there and had uh, Kareem Hunt under center, I thought that was brilliant. Like that play call, like right. And it's like he executed it perfectly. So I just I'm gonna go with Jacoby. Sorry. No.
1: Yeah, I, you can't go wrong with that. I wish I could split my game ball in half and give one to Nick Chubb and one to Amari Cooper uh, because. Just total performance by both of these guys. Nick Chubb, um, twenty three carries, over a hundred yards, um, two touchdowns on the night. Just played exceptional football and and hurdled a literal, literally hurdled a man. Um, he's just <laughs> playing. Insane, insane football. Amari Cooper, he had some big catches and some big time moments. Of course, he did have that one drop. Um, when you go back and, and, you know, replay, it showed. But in real time, it looked good. Amari Cooper, five receptions, 131 yards, to, uh, one touchdown on seven targets. Really, really thought he played a good game. Outside of that trick play, um, that is – you're going to have that. You know, when wow. trick plays work, when trick plays work, you think they're brilliant. When they don't work, you're like, what, what are you thinking? So well, you're kind of
2: like – I think yeah. everybody was like, why do he throw it right there? Like, or where did he, you know, like, yeah. and obviously we clearly see who he was trying to throw it to. But um, yeah, that was very interesting how that all kind of unfolded there.
1: Yeah. Hey guys, we'd love to give a shout out to our newest sponsor, Hotworks, um, over there in Strongsville and Avon Lake. Uh, just so you know, they are going to be running a sale for the month of November at both Strongsville and Avon, $0 to enroll at Hotworks. Uh, let me go ahead and put their their picture up on the screen. If you don't know what HotWorks is, they are infrared saunas. Uh, I personally do it. I know Dustin, you do it as well. You go yeah. and you can do yoga. You can do cycling. They have a variety of options for you to use there at HotWorks, and you do it in a sauna. So not only are you getting in like an insane workout, but you're sweating uh-huh. and feeling great after. Also, members can gift a one month complete 24 7 access membership to their friends and family for $149. Which includes a mat and a towel. So, their Rocky River location is going to be opening in early 2023. And you know what? Even the Cleveland Browns go to Hotworks. David Moore of the Cleveland Browns recently joined the studio and has been in often, and he is loving the workouts. So, we're uh, excited to bring on Hotworks of Strongsville Naval and Avon Lake as a proud sponsor of the Here We Go Brand News podcast. Yeah. Dustin, you do it over there at Hotworks, and uh, it yeah. kicks my
2: I've, you know, I've, no I, I ate like crap the last couple of days. And I haven't been in three days. So I'm going to have to make up for this week. But, you know, I told you I've lost like 16, 17 pounds doing this. And, and you know, you've, you obviously have been in the studio and, and for me, it's just convenience, right? I can go whenever I want in 40 minutes. I can burn a ton of calories, right? If I do one or two or three sessions, I can tell you this. I thought I was going to be really good at yoga. Sucked at it. It's I hard. Yeah. At yoga. Well, Especially, I suck
1: yoga. Exactly well, there you so hard. Well,
2: first of all, I am not a flexible human being, like at all. And then you put me in a sauna at 125 degrees, and I went with this gal from work who loves, you know, going to this, and she gives me this heavy band, you know, the yoga band. I'm like, oh, I'll be fine. I felt like I was lifting like like a 600 pound boulder. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go do the row and I'm going to do my thing and you just stay in here. Cause I am not good, but it does challenge you. Um, and you know, no matter where you are in your fitness journey, I think it's, it's a good start if you're just starting out or know, yeah, don't be intimidated by it at all because they do have something for beginners all the way up to the advanced because it kind of lets you go at your pace. I guess
1: what I like about it is, um, the timing it's quick. You can get a quick workout in and, you know, sweat a ton and you feel yeah. really good after it. You know, they're uh, they're cycling and their um, blast, I think, is like 15 minutes. Um, it, it's intense, but it's only 15 minutes. So you can get a really good workout.
2: Well, you know, what was funny, Allie, is like we didn't know this about each other and we've been doing this for quite a while now. And so Ali was like, I'm like, I'm going to Hotworks. And I was like, oh, yeah, I go to Hotworks. I'm like, what? Like it was so weird that we both are doing this thing. Yeah. Um, and right. we didn't really even talk about that. We were doing this till we we're actually doing it. And so it was like, Interesting, than, uh so we're happy to have them on, and uh, they're doing some great things in the Cleveland area.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dustin, the trade deadline came and went. I said last week I wouldn't be surprised if the Cleveland Browns didn't do anything uh, when Tuesday <laughs> was right. around, and, and it happened. Now, I'll be honest with you. I was actually surprised that nothing happened. Um, I thought that given some of the, the moves that took place, especially at the running back position, I'm surprised that the Cleveland Browns did not make uh, did not move kareem Hunt uh, did you, I mean were there was there anything that was super surprising to you i was I was pretty surprised at the um, Bradley Club to Miami that one got me Chase Claypool to the Bears that one got me and uh, T. J. Hawkinson going over to the Vikings. I didn't see that one coming, but were you surprised that the Browns didn't do anything here?
2: Well, I think you know what's interesting is I think maybe the browns looked in the mirror after Monday night football and said man we get our guys healthy back this is who we are right this is our identity this is this is who we know we are and we are getting Deshaun Watson in a few weeks if we keep playing like this we have a shot and we don't have to give up a lot of assets you know and we've got some depth i think maybe they said the bargain's not good enough right to do that right now yeah. so and we talked about this is it worth it doing it now or is that person more valuable in the offseason or whatever you know who knows but or is it better for that player to walk, right? And not pay the big salary and not have to give up, you know, it, there's a lot of different things that go into this. So I wasn't I was a little shocked, but not like super shocked that like something didn't go down, but again, we have one of the better GMs that the Browns have ever had in my opinion, and he's pretty smart and he's pretty savvy when it comes to this stuff and he's not going to most of the time seem like he's going to make a bad deal. <laughs> you know, so well, like that
1: Nonetheless, I am glad that Kareem Hunt remains a Cleveland Brown because while I think that uh, there's a lot of value for him, um, they probably could have got something. I, I also believe that the Cleveland Browns are a better better football team when Kareem Hunt is on it. Um, yep. But with that, let's go ahead and welcome Andrew on uh, from our friends over at Cleveland Whiskey. Let's bring Andrew on. Andrew, how are we doing?
3: Hey, good, Allie. How are you?
1: Good. Thanks for taking the time. We appreciate it. We're happy to have you on.
2: And yes, same, thank Andrew, you. I it appreciate it. Here. It looks like your uh, video might not be on. We just wanted to give you a quick heads up on that. No, you know, unfortunately, and if,
3: if Rebecca's listening, she's going to kill me, but uh, I'm running around. I just got the kids tucked oh. in the bed. I pulled out Fair my now. computer. I'm having some camera okay. issues, so I'm on my phone now, and that's, that's all right. way better without the camera. There you not go.
1: Awesome. Um, but Andrew, you know, we always say... Good, bad, ugly when the Cleveland Browns win or they lose, it's always a good time to have some Cleveland whiskey ready to go. They, they're they good for celebration, but it's also good, you know, when you need a drink after a stressful game.
3: Yeah, and unfortunately, there's a lot of stressful games, huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, last night was celebratory, so yeah, like it's... Yes. Uh, it, uh, um but yeah but, I know but like, even
3: even with that big lead towards the end of the game it was still stressful don't you think yeah.
1: <laughs> That's what I said what Dustin said at the at the beginning of the show he was like you know the Browns were up you know 31 nothing at one point and it, it felt nice to not have to worry about it and I said no 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 I was still stressed all the way until the very end of the game I was still just a little bit worried because the Browns have showcased several different ways to lose so I was a little bit nervous all the way to the end but nonetheless Browns come away with a win so happy right. about that
2: Yep, so beautiful. So, Andrew, I know you got some big, awesome things happening at Cleveland Whiskey. Uh, you know, I talked to Rebecca from time to time. Um, you're getting pretty close to your uh, opening of the new location uh, across town. Um, but uh, tell people a little bit about this open house that's going to be happening uh, pretty soon there. And then uh, I know we have some stuff to give away uh, about uh, to uh, some lucky winners tonight. So.
3: We do. Um, so, yeah, long. Let's see. How long do I want to take with this? So we are moving. For those of you that don't know, we're moving down into the flats on the industrial section, kind of where the Time Warner Amphitheater was in that Mm -hmm. area. Uh, It's been a long, long process. So I kind of hate talking about it. It's like (laughs) jinxing the whole thing. But you, can see the, the you chain can see issues. the light at
2: the end of the tunnel, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, we can definitely see the light. We've got all the concrete poured. We've got the electrical done, the plumbing done. And when we move in there, finally, you know, we're going to have production set up over there, but it's not going to be a beautiful place yet. I mean, we're, we're completely redoing the whole building. So what we're doing in anticipation of that, we're hoping to move somewhere around December, January. Um, and I need, need to put a little context to this. So prior to covid one of the things I think we were known for in the city was doing what we call open houses at the distillery, big parties. Uh, And we would get 500, 750 people down to the distillery. Usually it was uh, surrounding some sort of new product release or a seasonal Mm -hmm. item. And, you know, once COVID hit, we put an end to that. And then in addition to that, what happened was.
1: um... Looks like we lost. Uh Oh. When that happens, we'll give them a second to hop back sure. on. Um, but you know, we always say that Dustin, win, lose, what have you, you need some Cleveland whiskey. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put it up here on the screen. Give me a second. They've got it all. They've got the peanut butter, uh, peanut butter whiskey, the black cherry wood. Um, Dustin, what's your favorite Cleveland whiskey? I know you, you've had an opportunity to try
2: a lot. Well, funny story, Allie. Um, I ordered this out in Idaho. I bought a few bottles, and then they accidentally put it on the shelf here. I don't know. Did I tell you the story yet? I mean, oh, I haven't told you the story yet. Yeah, and they completely sold out of all the Cleveland whiskey in a few days. So um, they're ordering me more. They're, they're getting some more from the, uh, from the straight from the distillery in Cleveland. But uh, people in Idaho clearly like Cleveland whiskey. But no, full disclosure, I'm a big fan of the Magic Rabbit. like yep. the Magic Rabbit. Um, it's It kind of goes with a lot of different things. It's kind of smooth, but, I mean, you've tasted it. It tastes like a Reese's, Reese's peanut butter cup. Kind of it,
1: it does. And, you know, <laughs> hopefully my dad's not watching this because he said, you know what? For Christmas, I want whiskey. I want – just go get me a bunch of whiskeys. So he's getting a bunch of whiskeys. We're going to get him some of the Magic Rabbit. We're going to do some of the cherry whiskey. We're going to do it all. So, uh, thankfully, we've got some good friends over at Cleveland Whiskey. And uh, Troy Song. Merry Christmas. You're getting some whiskey. Have fun. Um, but Dustin, while we're waiting on, on him to come back, we'll turn it back over to the Cleveland Browns. And of course the trade deadline, uh, I, I'm just glad that the, the, they were able to keep Kareem Hunt, of uh, some other names I saw floating around in, uh, that they took some calls for, uh, Greedy Williams, of course, Jack Conklin being another one. And I also saw some rumors that Perry and Winfrey, uh, was yeah, that available. Was that, that kind of caught me by surprise.
2: Um, yeah, that was weird to me. I I was like, uh, that doesn't seem like a berry move to me, right? You draft a guy and then you give a – I don't know. That just seemed a little –
1: Depending off. on what the, what the value would be, right? If you can get a second rounder or something, maybe you have that conversation.
2: Um, And uh, Andrew just said he's trying to hop back on everybody that was listening okay. to that. Sorry this, about that, uh,
1: everybody.
2: Yeah, yeah. Technical difficulties, right? It happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> sure. but no. um, Yeah, you know, honestly, you know, uh, there were some things out there that I was wondering – but i mean the you know clearly the one that worried me and i think you're right about this i think we're a better football team with kareem on the not on the team that was probably the biggest one that i was like yeah i could see them dealing them because we have such depth at that position right like you know from as a gm i could i could i could live with that and be like dearness for we got these guys right we're looking at the future we're looking at cap space and all this but After watching the Monday night football game and watching what those two did together in tandem to really wear down the uh, Bengals defense, I felt um, we're a better football team with both of those guys on the field, right? Like that, I just, when they're both in tandem and they play well, they look great. So that's what I thought.
1: Like George says here, is Hunt a top 15? Not really. Um, I mean, you can debate it maybe, uh, but he is serviceable and can run out of the backfield. Look, Kareem Hunt. He can do a lot of things, and he can do a lot of things well. What I would like to see, and I think this is actually a conversation for another show, is I don't like the way that he's been used so far this season. I think that, and I know nobody wants to hear this, Kareem Hunt needs more Nick Chubb reps, runs, rather. What I mean by that is you use Nick Chubb in a way of just being able to run the ball down the throats of opposing defenses. And Kareem Hunt is used as more of a utility Swiss army knife, knife type of player, catching the ball out of the backfield, getting cute with some of those run styles. And I would like okay. to see Kareem Hunt being able to run, you know, through the middle, run up the gut and seeing him used in more of that manner. Um, Cause that's how he was over the past couple of seasons. Now is Kareem Hunt the player that he was two years ago? No. Um, so maybe that has something to do with it, but to, to get, Kareem Hunt, uh, the most use out of this player. Uh, we know the shelf life of a running back isn't that long. To be able yeah. to get some of that juice out of Kareem Hunt, I think I, I'd like to see them get a little bit more creative with his reps um, and, well, and take on some of yeah. those.
2: those well, like and, and like I said, you know, with us not having like a dynamic, dynamic, you know, wide receiver group, I do like when he catches the ball out of the backfield. You know what I mean? I think he can run with run angry and i like the way that he plays you know so that's one of the things that i look at and and appreciate about hunt um because he's very careful with the ball most of the time right and and you can depend on him to make that kind of leadership run you know like you you know you with all the reps that he has he's very careful with the ball you know and he and he does things very well so that's what i like about it so that's just my gut.
1: Most definitely. If you don't have Stadium Mustard in your kitchen this season, quite frankly, you're doing it wrong. The iconic brand, the iconic taste, love from ballparks to backyards and everywhere in between. Stadium Mustard is a smooth brown mustard, rich in taste and tradition. Head on over to StadiumMustard.com to get yours today. You can't miss it. This is what it looks like. It's beautiful. you got to have it in your shelf. you got to have it in your pantry this season. Um, If you don't, you're doing it wrong Dustin I hate to break it to you uh, but while we're waiting on Andrew here we'll go ahead and, and pick some of our games I hate to break it to you did sir you no. did lose last week
2: so I did one three and two something like that or one three and three
1: you are one three and uh standby my Wi-Fi is being weird I think um, one you,
2: three and three maybe right
1: you are one three and three
2: so I have one win three losses three two. so so yes. I really gotta I gotta I gotta get two wins here Pretty soon. Please.
1: You got to start stacking some wins like our Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I kind of feel like a, I'm kind of like my car is not starting. I'm kind of, uh, yeah. Um, oh, real quick. Um, if Andrew cannot join us back on the program, um, we are giving away to someone in our wonderful comments here a uh, his and her or however you want to do it shirt and some cool etched Cleveland whiskey glasses. What we're going to give away. So, anybody that is watching the show, we're going to give away couple shirts and also some really cool etched glasses from our friends over at Cleveland whiskey. So um, also uh, he was going to talk about the open house uh, that they are going to be having here soon um, in November, where they're actually going to invite people to come in and actually purchase things. So go over to cleveland or find them on Facebook, uh, Cleveland whiskey to learn more about that specifically and what they're going to be doing. But basically they're going to be shutting down the old facility uh, where we're Todd and I went and took a tour a couple months ago, and they're going to move it down to the flats because the CBS and all the production is going to go over there, right? Yeah. So, with that said, they have a lot of odds and ends. They're going to have some of their barrels that you can buy, which I think is kind of cool, like a Cleveland whiskey barrel, especially if you're a fan of Cleveland. You know, that would look great in any sports room, right? <laughs> One of those, you know, old barrels, that they, <laughs> right? Like, so they're going to have that kind of cool stuff that they're going to have uh, for sale to the public. Um, and we'll drop it in the comments too when that event is. But, yeah, that's going to be really cool for the public to come in and actually buy some of the stuff that they're not going to transport um, to the new facility because I'm assuming when you have new facilities, you buy new equipment and you do new stuff just like any new place. So they have some stuff that's probably maybe outdated or they just don't use anymore and it's there in storage. So,
1: yep. All right, let's get into it, Dustin. Um, Eagles at Texans, stores and at football, who you got?
2: Ooh, Eagles at Texans. Yeah. Um, Let's see, Eagles at Texans. Yeah, Eagles. Um, by the way, did you see some of the pictures of the Texans game of how many people were in the stands? Yeah, not a good sight. Not um, great. Got to go, Eagles. I'm assuming you're going to take the Eagles here as
1: well. I'm going to take the Eagles here. Uh, but look, this Texans team. I don't think they're as bad as their record is. I mean, I still think they're pretty bad, but they're a team that can beat you. Um, I, I I don't hate everything that they're doing. I just think you know they're they're lacking a lot. Uh, from a personnel standpoint, Colts at Patriots.
2: Colts at Patriots.
1: Gross. I hate yeah. this. Game.
2: Yeah. No, I gotta go. I gotta go. Patriots. Um, I did reach out. It looks like Rebecca may be trying to join us because they lost their link. So uh, if you see someone pop in their alley, uh, I'm gonna go Patriots here.
1: I'm gonna go Patriots with you. Packers at Lions.
2: Packers at Lions. Man, this is an ugly one too, right? Both these teams are kind of all over the place. Yeah. You know, I do feel like Aaron Rodgers still kind of has the Packers or the Lions number. So I'm going to go Packers here.
1: Part of me wants to go Lions on this one just because another frisky team, Um, but they're losing a weapon in Hawkinson, um, who has been a little bit of a safety net in some ways. Uh, I don't, I'm going to go Packers as well, but I don't think this is going to be an absolute blowout. Chargers at Falcons.
2: This is a weird one, right? Because the Falcons are playing a little feisty, right? They're kind of,
1: this is yeah. actually a decent team. In it, in Atlanta.
2: You know what? I, I need to I need to stack some wins here. I'm gonna go Falcons. I gotta I gotta make a couple different I gotta change up my algorithm here. I'm gonna go Falcons.
1: Yeah. All right. I, I respect that actually. I'm gonna go Chargers, uh, but I think this is a close game. I, I don't hate the Falcons. I think they're actually kind of a, a good fun team. Bills at Jets.
2: Mm, bills,
1: Bills, uh, Vikings at Commanders, Vikings, Vikings, yeah, Vikings.
2: This is an easier week in a lot of ways. <laughs> it
1: is. It is. Well, so far, anyways. Panthers yeah. at Bengals,
2: yeah, Bengals. I think the Bengals have to bounce back. I so do I'm too. Little, Bengals
1: yeah. with, with Raiders at Jags. What Ooh. the hell, Raiders, man. I thought they would be so much better than they are. I thought they would be so much better than they are. Um, if anybody yeah. has in fantasy, I'm sorry. My God.
2: Um, what- I think the Raiders are a prideful team, though. I mean, what do you think of the Raiders? I mean, the Jags are weird, right? Like
1: the Jags are gonna- weird. That's another team that I think should have been way better than what they are.
2: I'm going just- to
1: Both of these teams are odd. Very weird.
2: You know what? I'm going to go... I'm going to go Jags here. I think the Jags – it's at home, right, for the Jags?
1: Yeah, it's at home.
2: I'm going to go Jags on this, actually. I'm going to – I just feel like the Jags are – again, they're up and down, right? Like one week they look like a super team, and the next week they're kind of like – yeah.
1: I don't really know what to do here. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, kind of weird... I don't know what to do. I'm actually going to go with the Raiders um, because I really believe that Derek Carr had a terrible performance last week. Um He seems to bounce back most of the time. So I'm going to go with the Raiders just because I think they have a little bit more to give. Um, But I don't know. Dolphins at Bears.
2: Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, Dolphins. I mean, even though it's... Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins.
1: Um, Seahawks at Cardinals. Here's another one.
2: Damn, this is going to be a good game.
1: How about the freaking Seahawks, man?
2: Well, you know, I see a lot of them out here. And I've had this conversation, like, Geno's playing outside of his wheel. I mean, he's playing well. And their running back's pretty damn good. Like, I mean, they have a good football team. And and here's the thing. They have Metcalf and some of these other playmakers that didn't go away after Russell Wilson left, right? So Mm -hmm. when you have a quarterback that can play – comparable football you know you're gonna win games right shocker um i do feel like the cardinals kind of have to put it together here um and win one at home i think the cardinals have to win this game
1: (sighs) i don't know i um
2: this is this is this is I, i bet you the line on this game is like one or two points it can't be it can't be that much of a
1: i think i'm gonna go cardinals but not by much. I'm literally only giving it two of them
2: because of they're... Home. Yeah. Of home, yeah.
1: Rams at Bucks.
2: Ooh, this is another weird one. Another weird one. <sighs> Man. That's so crazy to me. Because this is... Well... I'm going to go... You know what? I'm going to go Rams. And I just say that because... I'm going to go with Rams and I'm going to go with their defense on this one just alone because I just think the, the, the Bucks are out of sync. I'm going to go Rams.
1: I'm going Bucks. Uh, it's in Tampa Bay. Rams going cross country. Tom Brady, not Tampa Bay is not playing the way that they should be. I think they have a little bounce back here. Give me the Bucks at home. Titans at Chiefs.
2: Titans at Chiefs. This could be a good game. Yeah, um, this
1: is a, one yeah. of those frisky
2: games. I'm gonna it's- go. You know, Ch- Titans are good, but I mean, are not that. Are, they're they're you know,
1: the, really
2: the Chiefs are kind of finding their way now, right? They're kind of they're, they're they found their stride. I'm gonna I'm go Chiefs. Here.
1: Chiefs all day. Last but not least, Ravens at Saints.
2: Hmm. Ravens are playing well. I don't want to pick them, but for the sake of trying to win this thing and not have to pay for a tomahawk steak, I'm going to go Ravens.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go Ravens, too. Um, I think the Saints are a little bit better than maybe I had anticipated, but uh, I'm going to go Ravens on this one for sure. So we shall see. We shall see. But, yes, you are 1-3-3. Three, and three. I am 3-1-3. and three. Uh, So we'll see how this one goes. Um, Dustin, I know we'll we'll give uh, we'll give them maybe another minute or so. I know that they're having some technical she issues.
2: Just, uh, it looks like it says Rebecca's trying to join on my link and it's not letting her connect. So I'm okay. not sure what that. So. I'm,
1: not, I'm not entirely sure. That's that's okay. If we can't welcome them on uh, today, yeah. maybe we can bring them back on another week. We will have Cleveland whiskey on anytime, anywhere we <laughs> them. We love, them. Uh, we love yeah, what they're yeah. doing. And I think
2: we're gonna, yeah, I think we're going to give them a shout out and see them while we're out there in Cleveland in a few weeks as well. So um, so anybody that clearly is on the show um, tonight in the comments or has made a comment, we are going to pick a wonderful winner out of this group that did comment to get those shirts and get the glasses. And you know what? If you don't want them for yourself, what a great thing to put in somebody's stocking uh, yeah. with, with Christmas around the corner. Um, you know, I'm sure the Mr. High song would like probably some Cleveland whiskey uh, glasses and a shirt. To,
1: so to- You have an opportunity. We are going to wrap up in about 30 seconds. So if you want to drop a comment, uh, do that now. Do that right now uh, because we are only picking a winner from the comments during the live stream. So, um, well, during the show. So make sure you comment right. here and uh, we'll go back through and, and take a look. If you, If you miss us and you have to do this on replay, we'll We'll give you a, a pass, so make sure you just leave a comment. Uh, make sure you like and you're following us, and we will pick a winner there. And make sure, of course, to go check out our friends over at Cleveland Whiskey. You can shop there, ClevelandWhiskey.com. Um, yannon says you don't know how much my wife would love them. Hey, you know, maybe <laughs> a nice, makes a nice Christmas gift. Um, so, Dustin, any closing thoughts as we wrap up on a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday evening?
2: Well, I will say this, Ali. It's been it's been a while, but I had a perfect football weekend. My Boise State Broncos blew out and had a great game on Saturday and Monday night, my Browns won. So you know what? And the Cavs won on Sunday. It was like a trifecta Saturday, Sunday, Monday, just like that. Cavs up <laughs> win on Sunday night against the Knicks. Um, Eric Metcalf was right. They aren't a very good basketball team. Uh, so, so he was like, I'm going to avoid going and watching my Knicks get beat. So, you know, that was a good call on his part. <laughs> so, and, you know, we had Hanford calling him out for being a bad golfer. So we learned a lot tonight about uh <laughs>
1: Hit Kevin Mac's golf cart with a golf ball, so you know
2: you learn something new every day. That was hilarious. The look on Kevin Mac's face as he turned around and goes, "What the hell is happening right now?" And you're like, "Sorry." Normally,
1: I did that far, and I apparently got a hold of that sucker. And uh, for all places for it to go, for ev- all places on this planet for that ball to drop, it was well, on the Kevin
2: fact, The record. fact that I could hear it. Like from Isn't as far great. as we could yeah. hurt, like it hit that stick, like bang. Yep. <laughs> Just, yep. you know, and what's funny is nobody was in their golf cart. Everybody, everybody was outside their golf cart. So that clearly could have hit one of the guys. <laughs> <So>. Yep. Like
1: <laughs> <Yep. laughs> It was like the second hole yells four. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the most embarrassing one of my life.
2: So what did Ali say? I got to do lessons. Now, Ali's Thank probably you. already a better golfer than me because I've only went like I, stepped times,
1: up, so. wait, I have stepped up my game big time. I'm actually really into it now. It's like my favorite thing to do. No,
2: so- no,
1: yeah, no, I did get the driving range recently and I hit a bird. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody, thanks for joining in. Make sure you drop a comment if you want to be entered into the competition to win some Cleveland whiskey. Drop a comment. Make sure you like, follow, do all the things. We appreciate you. Stay safe, stay healthy. And as always, Browns fans, go Browns.
2: Go Browns.